We're so silly. <laughs> We're so crazy. We're so silly. We're so crazy. So silly. You're a psycho. Oh, is it rolling? This is the Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, a rap song turned acoustic cover, or hopefully one of my original albums. And I'm Chris Wallen. You might know me from... Where would they know me from again? You might know Chris from number one hit songs like Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney and Something to Be Proud of by Montgomery Gentry. Whether you know either one of us or not, I bet you're going to have fun here. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. This is the episode that will happen annually, meaning once a year for those that may not know what annual means. It's where we will, Chris and I, We'll review all the greatness that we've been a part of on this show throughout the year. A year-end review of sorts, and I'm not talking about the guest either when I say greatness. I'm really just talking about my beard and Chris's hair. But The stars of the show. Chris, don't interrupt the uh, intro. Oh, sorry. But sorry about that. we will mention the guest as well, and maybe I'll let Chris talk a little bit. Anywho, really? Oh, maybe we'll mention not Ben right a little now. bit too. Not, not right now, not yet, not okay. yet. Okay. Maybe we'll mention Ben a little bit too. Not, don't really want to, but we'll talk about that. Maybe we will. Anywho, to all that have listened, thank you so much. To those that haven't, you're dead to me. I'm just kidding. But seriously, listen or else. Rate and review this thing, and you might get a shout out on the show. Chris and I are going to start doing some shout outs to the reviewers that have reviewed. There's some on there already. And we'd like for y'all to rate and review, wouldn't we, Chris? We would love that. Stay tuned at the end of this episode, if you're even listening to this episode, for some treats. Oh, some treats. Yeah. We handing not, out treats? Not even Halloween. Man. You won't believe it. Now, this episode is going to be a little different because there's no guest on this episode. We are our own guest. It's nice to have you. It's nice for you to be here. It's nice. It's supposed to, you're supposed to say it's nice to have me too. But it's nice for you to be here. That's it. It's uh oh oh okay. Yeah, it was, that's it. Okay. We're gonna. You know how we always start with fast fives. Whoever's listening, we're gonna ask each other fast fives. This this go around. I wish we had a wish we had a little sound. You should create a little sound with your voice. Do a little sound that we can play like real quick, like a little stinger. For the future of the Fast Five. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Fast Five, Chris Wallen. You know what I'm saying? Just like that. You just did it. We'll just keep that. <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> I'm Chris Wallen. I'm Chris Wallen. Welcome to the Fast Five. Now, see, Chris, Fast Five. Yes. The last furry thing you touched, other than your hair. Wow. Okay. Actually, it was uh, a blanket. It was yesterday. It was a blanket that I was, it was like a real furry blanket that we use on our Airbnb. And I was folding it up to place it on the bed for the guests to come in and see. Now you got to pay us advertisement for advertising your Airbnb on this show. Oh, did I mention my Airbnb? Yes, you did. And uh, we're going to have to go and get Cozy some Songwriters in uh, Madison. Mm-hmm. Cozy Songwriters, Madison, Tennessee. Yeah. Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, has a pool. The link will probably be somewhere 
below where they can see this it. episode. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm not going to do that. I'm not yeah, going to. Yeah, yeah. Right. I won't gonna. either. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> um, next question, because <clears throat> the last furry thing you touched was actually my beard, but we won't let people know about that. Oh, I didn't know we were talking about that. If a jogger could run at the speed of sound, could he hear his iPod play? Ponder it. Give it a think. Depends on how expensive the iPod was. Well, let's just say it was a thousand bucks. Thousand dollar iPod. Yeah. Well, I mean, is it Apple or is it? I think that's the only people that make i products. Oh yeah. Did you forget about that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he could. What'd you say, Ben? could be a zoom yeah but we said i pod not we but me i pod i didn't say zoom pod okay man okay you're gonna if you're gonna interject something make sure it's smart okay buddy <laughs> anyway next question because that one's clearly never gonna get answered oh it'll get answered okay let's the answer's it. no okay good <laughs> no sound that was so fast how do you handcuff a one-armed man i know you have experience in this Does he have an ankle? I knew you'd say that. No. He doesn't have ankles either. (laughs) He has feet, but no ankles. Feet and knees. No ankles. Oh, he's got fees. He's got got feet, knees. All he has is fees. Feet, knees, one arm. Feet, knees, and one arm. Man, I'll tell you what. How do you handcuff him? Well, first thing you do is you put a rope around his waist Put the arm in there. You wrap it around both knees that he has. Yeah. And then put it over his shoulder from his back and again around the arm and keep him in the basement as long as possible. Well, that is not handcuffs. That's that's hog tying. Oh, I'm sorry. I got that mixed up with yeah. the guy in my basement right now. We're talking about literally police handcuffs. Yeah. Don't yeah. we know you tie people up, but that guy. Yeah, I do. Well, next question then before you get incriminated anymore. Is the word dictionary in the dictionary? Serious question. I don't know. I would think it would be. Shouldn't it? I mean, it, it should. If it isn't, it's a Randy Travesty. <laughs> Do we have a laugh track you can play? <laughs> I wish I had it, okay. the the roadcaster pro sitting right in front of me still because i would definitely play a laugh track for that i appreciate the the sentiment of that yeah. of the, what yeah. you would do you would laugh i would well i would let the computer laugh yeah. i didn't laugh because i no. think it was funny right but i would let the computer, the computer laugh would laugh you. i appreciate that yeah and that's a bunch of people laughing in real life yeah yeah it's actually it's dead people laughing but if you could be born into the world as any famous person who would it be and why any famous person other than me of would course. i be ben or jerry Ooh, good question man any famous person huh man might be was it buzz aldrin is, is he still alive yeah they can be alive they don't have to be dead people. 
that'd be kind of cool to be a you know be one of the first people on the moon you know that, that that's that's something that neil armstrong was the actual man right yeah yeah i don't want to be him i want to be Buzz you want to be the guy, the second guy on the moon. The second guy. Because everybody yeah. talks about the first guy. Yeah, right. The second guy can probably still go into Walmart or something. Oh, he definitely can. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin, yeah. 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 I don't think Neil Armstrong's still alive, actually. Mm-mm. All right. Well, that's my fast five. Okay. Now, you, you asked me. Okay. I'm excited. Marty Ray. <laughs> I'm giddy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, first, I got to open up my... Uh-oh, somebody wasn't prepared. <laughs> I got to open up my iPad. Okay. We need to get a sound bite of the Jeopardy theme song. Like, <laughs> yeah. When people are when they're waiting on people. <laughs> okay, Marty, I'm ready. Okay. Oh, Stop talking right go, now. Go ahead. Is there any instance that you would ever shave your beard? That's a good question. That's actually a good question. That's a good get interview Any question. instance. I actually get that in a lot of interviews, actually. And there is actually an instance. And people say, do you ever think about shaving your beard? And I tell them all, every time I eat, I think about shaving my beard. And that's the <laughs> yeah, truth. Because yeah. you know, oh, we yeah. eat a lot together. <laughs> yeah. Together. I, and, and the, yeah, I know, Marty. We Together. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you cut the camera right to you at the perfect time, too. That was so amazing. Yeah, I get, I get the hair, though. I get, you know. I'm sitting there eating, um, 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 and I feel something tugging every time I chew. Oh yeah, and I realize, I realize, uh oh. And then you got to pull the. And it's hair terrible, out. and I, I know the people are going, "Oh my God, stop talking!" But I'm not going to stop talking. It just keeps yeah. pulling like that, and then I have to. It's, it's yeah. It's, I do the same. And right. when you pull it out, you got a long thing of cheese on your hair, and you just wring it out like this, don't you? Every time, <laughs> back back into the bowl yeah. or whatever you're eating. Yeah, and then I call over the waiter and say, "Hey, there's, there's a, a hair, hair in this." In this, I got it out, and it was t- it was and, attached to my head, but and, it was in this. Yeah, exactly. Right, free food. Now back to your question: Would I shave it? I would shave it if I got an acting role that was like a reoccurring character, like a lead. And actually, not a reoccurring, but a lead role. In an acting television show or something that called for me to be clean shaven, yeah, I'd shave it in a heartbeat, right? Because you're talking moolah. Well, you grew it once, you can grow it back. Oh, again. I can grow it easy. Like it, it ain't gonna grow easy to this length. This I mean, takes, you shaved last week. I did. I just shaved last week, but this has actually been cut several times down here. Right. I trimmed this up down here at the bottom. I don't know why I moved away from the mic. I was trying to show the camera, but. Anyway, I've, I've trimmed it up down here because I don't want it to be any longer than this. It already looks weird when I'm playing a guitar. It separates like this. Yeah. Anyway. My hair gets – I have to cut a little bit of, of it off because if I go one day without washing it, it just becomes one big hair. It huh. just kind of goes all in together. Anyway, so – You ever thought about dreadlocks? It turns into dreadlocks, actually, if I don't if I don't watch it. it just I'd kinda, love to see that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. What is the moment you realized you were making strides in the social media arena? Oh, he's asking serious questions. He's asking straight interview questions. The moment I realized I was making uh, strides in the social media world was – 
the minute, well, when I first posted the very first video called Fat Girl a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, you, you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember I told you this. I thought I was well on my way at that point. That was year I was driving the record. And I posted that 30,000 views, and I thought I was doing that something of worth that I was actually going to be noticed by other people than my family or my friends was when I did a funny song called Fat Girl, and it was with this T-Pain app. Remember I told you about that? Right. And then it got like 30,000 views, and I thought, well, daggum, we're about to be famous, boys. Quit your jobs. Oh, man. It's Quit on. your jobs. It is on. And uh wasn't long before my dad asked me to delete that video because I was working for him, and his customers were seeing that. <laughs> And they were like, this is kind of offensive. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's what happened. And I deleted that, and there goes all my dreams for for about two, three years. All my dreams gone. And I'm back to towing the car. Then I did a year, fast forward years later, wanted to learn how to uh, make, how to make video, how to make music videos and stuff like that. So I rented a, a camera, professional camera, said, I'm going to make, I'm going to make a song just to make the, just to. Film a video, music video, and that was uh, all about that beard parody. And oh, I posted I love, that parody. I, that I posted that parody, and in a day, it had two million views. Wow! And then I then that that's when I really said, "Okay, now there's something happening here. I need to keep this momentum going." And so that was it. That part that that was a real part right there where you go. There's nothing once I think once you break a million views, right? Musically, yeah. You've done something. Oh, 100%. Because, and I th- I don't think that ever leaves you. The sensation of, of, of getting one million people to watch a something that you did, that you sang. Right. And they actually love it. Knowing, knowing, that, there's a, knowing that there's a million people out there who acknowledge what something you've done is, you know, I mean, that's a lot of people dream of that. And that's what still to this day, those, those – the fact that that many people, I don't even, I I, th- I, I I don't look at those as just numbers like a lot of people do. Right, right. I yeah. look at each one of those as an eyeball and an ear. 100%. Yeah. Every time and every fan that I've ever gotten after that, every one of those people, I am so thankful for every day. And I think a lot of them know that too. I think they understand yeah. it. And I think that's why I've, I've actually formed such a loyal uh, following. If, 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 if Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and all these places didn't throttle your reach, if you didn't pay them, if they didn't kill right. your organic reach, I would probably be the biggest artist in the world because of my fans. Because they know that I love them, and I, because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm making sure I comment, I'm answering the messages. That's my, that's part of my life now, and it always will be. Right. I can't not answer those people. That support me, but anyway, I, I think that's that's a bigger reason you've done what you've done. I think so too, and yeah. I, I tell you, look, to, to, I don't, I'm not taking any of the credit because it was definitely Jesus that actually did it. Because there's no, I have no, no magic remedy to getting a video to go viral, but somehow throughout my career, every now and then I have a video that does go viral. Right. And it, there's no explanation for it. I, do, I can give you what I think it might be, but other people do the same thing and they don't get the same results. Right. So, And it's not just talent because there's other people that are just as talented. Maybe several that are more. You know what I mean? That more talented than me. And I don't, they don't get the kind of love that I've gotten through the years. I've had, I've been highly favored. Right. 
So you can only I can only chalk it up to God sometimes. Well, let's move on and get rid of this kiss button, kiss button fest. <laughs> this kiss butt fest. That's the new. <laughs> anyway, next question. If 2020 was a song, which song would it be? If 2020 was a song, that's a good question. If I know it is. I, I come up with it. It's a dang good question. Golly, he's very conceited. <laughs> Man. If 2020 was a song, which song would it be? Think of a good one here, man. I want this to be just a just a really good representation of 2020. Um, I got some first thing that comes to my head for some weird reason. This ain't it, but first thing is, did I shave my legs for this? Um, I don't know why. But that Sorry, came, Dina. That came to my head. Sorry, Dina. What else? Um, I miss my friend. That's a good one. That, that would, that would uh, be boy, good. you ain't kidding. Yeah. Um, by Daryl Worley. Um, what else? Oh shoot! Oh, what else? Haunted, my own song. That's a good one. That's a good one. Haunted yeah, by I a like life that. we never wanted. I um, like that. Oh. You know what else? I'm trying to think of one of your songs that would fit 2020 as well. Um, Satan and Grandma. That don't fit. Uh, let's see here. Stimulus check. Oh, stimulus check that blues. Fits. And then. Uh, Unbroken people, that would fit for this year. There's a lot of those people. You know, things unbroken, people say. Oh, Don't bend over in the garden, Granny. Those taters have eyes. Oh, now that's a good one. That's perfect. You know what? I'm going with that one. Okay. Don't bend over in the garden, Granny. Those taters have eyes. Yep. That's a good Just one. Just saying. 2020. Classic. I'm actually going to I'm actually gonna put, I'm going to research that question. And I'm going to put the song in the description <laughs> of what I actually think epitomizes and summarizes 2020. You watch. Man, I watch. No, I you will watch, watch and you look oh, for I it. will watch. And you Marty. better look Let at the description. Let me tell descri- you something. You better look at the description. I will look at it really hard. I'm sick of it. Anyway. Next question. Okay, next question. I got a couple here. I don't know which one I'm going to ask you. Okay. And I, I, I probably know the answer to this, but I, I love either one of uh, any of the stories that you tell on this, what is your favorite music related memory? Well, I'll tell you what's not my favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's people that don't silence. (laughs) That was Ira Dean, everybody from trick pony, but yeah, play the booze. Let them. Sorry, Ira. I didn't mean to boo you. (laughs) That was Ira Dean. That was Ira Dean. Boo. Boo. Sorry, Ira. Love you. We love you, buddy. (laughs) I know you're actually listening to every episode we post. Uh, Yeah, all the way through. Of course. Didn't even listen to his own episode. I think. (laughs) Um. Yeah. What is my my favorite story of my my short little music career? I mean, you know my favorite one. I guess uh, I could retell it since we're doing this real quick. I'm trying to summarize this as quick as possible. As you know, I'll act like you don't know this story. Yeah, well, that's what I wanted because I I love this story, and I'd love to hear you tell it. I'm on the front row of a concert in Tunica, Mississippi, B.B. King's concert. I'm sitting there on the front row. I'm jamming. I'm vibing. I'm I'm moving my head. He's... And the middle of the show, 
Now, I should say at the beginning, he makes the people turn the house lights on all the way so that he can see his fans. He wants to see his people, which I thought right off the bat, I thought, what an amazing person. Like, this is who I want to be. If I'm ever, right, if I right. ever am able to be an artist, I want to be like this guy. Because here's a king, a legend, and he don't he don't want the lights down. He wants to see every face. And they kept raising him up a little bit at, at a time, but he said, no, all the way. So anyway, so he raises them all the way up so he could see clearly everybody out there. So he could see me clearly. And I'm vibing like this. And the next thing you know, the music, he goes, hold on, everybody, hold on, everybody. That's my best B.B. King impersonation. How was it? Great. I thought he was here. I felt him here. Isn't it something? Hold on, everybody. Just hold on. Oh, that's nice. And he goes, uh, he says, points right at me. And he says, as long as that man right there is having a good time, so am I. Thrill is gone. And and everybody's just looking at me at this point, not even at BB. The whole crowd's just going, who in the world is that? Like He's the only one he cares about. Like, that's almost what it was like. It was like he was saying, I care about playing for one person tonight, and that's him. And I was like, "Why?" Well, I had never met B.B. King. He had never met me. don't know right, anything right. about it. I had no fans, so I'm just sitting there thinking, why in the world is he saying this to me? This is crazy. But you're, you know, your heart's racing at that point because you don't understand what's happening. Right. Or why, but you think something big just happened because it did. Well, yeah. Something yeah. massive just happened, and you don't understand it. And uh, like I said, that was, I think that's God moment. There's several of those God moments in my life. Where when I didn't have, when I was feeling like giving up, when I was feeling like, okay, well, this, this wasn't what God put me here to do. This wasn't what I was supposed to do. I gave it a go. I made a record. I made an album. It just ain't going to work. And then there was moments like that that just keep, but that one kept me going for a long time, forever, still to this day keeps me going. But then he points at me and says that, and then we're all shocked. He finishes the show. At the end of the show, he wants everybody to come down to the front. And everybody starts coming down to the front, and I, because I am on the front row, I let everybody else get in front of me. And they crowd the stage and stuff like that, and and I'm just thinking, man, I'm a good guy. I'm a real good guy, man, letting them get up there. And I ain't up there. I didn't take – I could have took the first, right up the front of the stage. Right. Didn't do it. I'm sitting there proud of myself, you know. And BB at the end, he tries to throw these guitar picks. Can't reach him. He tries – he's in a wheelchair at this point. And he's sitting in the middle of that stage – he throws these guitar picks, and they won't reach the fans, and the security guard's throwing them off, throwing them off the stage. BB's getting mad. He's like, hey, stop that. I'm trying to give the give them these picks. So he gets so mad, he pulls his gold off, as you know. He pulls his gold bracelets off and his necklace off, and he throws that over here, throws it over here. And I'm at that point, I'm going – Golly, man, I should have got up on that front row. You know, I could to this I've day been wearing that. Could right now? I know you've been wearing you, that bracelet right now. Could you imagine having his? It probably, probably Lucille or something on something it. Something on the inside of it. Could you? Somebody has that if they didn't sell it. Somebody wow. has that from BB King himself because he got mad and he said my fans are more important to me than this gold, and I'm trying to give them something. So anyway, I was a little, a little like. You know, like everything you can, every, every you can make exactly. Ed Bassmaster shout out. So then I had the privilege because I knew the guy that was over the entertainment there. His name was Neil. And he was, uh, he, he got me the ability to go back in the green room with BB. Now BB was back there and there was like 50, 60 people back there that was supposed to be family. You know what I mean? They were all family and they might all been, I don't know. 
But one thing was for sure is I wasn't family. And I waited till the very end because I'm, I'm wanting to get my Martin guitar signed. So as I'm at the very end of this thing waiting, I'm seeing them turn away all these people that have guitars that aren't Gibsons. And they have they don't have Gibsons, so they're turning them away and say he's contractually obligated to only sign Gibson guitars. So I'm thinking, golly, man, I ain't going to get my guitar signed now. And I really want that. I wanted that to, to push me to actually learn it because I didn't even know how to play the guitar. Before B.B. King signed, I had no clue how to play the guitar Right before he signed that guitar. And uh, not that I'm that good now, but at that point, I couldn't play at all. Um, so anyway, so finally I get in there, BB, I'm watching BB through the door as he's interacting with these other people and he's not, he just seems very tired and he's like, Hey, how you doing? He's, he wasn't mean. He wasn't hateful, but you could see that he was, his energy was drained. And then when I walk in, he goes, Hey, my friend, just like that. And I'm going, Hey man, how you doing? Mr. King. I forgot to tell you the part about where I'm walking they're leading me backstage. I'm trying to sum the story up, but as they're leading us, I forgot to say this. As they're leading us, you can't see anything in front of you besides the flashlight, and there's a there's a small pathway there. And then um, as we're walking by, this, there's these row of security guards, and then a hand reaches out in between these security guards and grabs my hand and is pulling me. That's the most important part of the story, to be honest with you. Is because that's the craziest part is that he put he waited on me right there and he grabs my hand and pulls me towards these security guards and as I'm coming towards them they're like saying get on you got to get out of here and I'm like somebody's got a hold of my hand and then he they 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 part ways and he goes he pulls me up close to him he's in the wheelchair and he goes I want you to know I had fun playing for you tonight and I was like man I just I mean yeah you can't what do you that's say crazy yeah I mean what, what do you I say mean, when a legend like that. That's, comes up to you and just it was just something that it's just you know like you said that's a god moment right there i mean there's nothing else that explains it yeah besides god saying here i'm gonna i'm gonna have some legends and he wasn't the only one i'm gonna have some legends encourage you when nobody else will not my family not my friends not anybody nobody else is going to encourage you but these legends will and they did yeah him charlie daniels people like that even tracy lawrence did and uh, anyway, after that, we get in there. He says, hey, my friend. And I hand him my guitar. And he looks up at the head of it, and he goes, I'm going to sign it anyway. He signs B.B. King on that Martin. And then he, I hand him a CD of mine, his first CD that I went and spent every dime I had to get made. And it was an EP. And I hand it to him. He says, "Who?" He, he says, who's got that Sharpie? And then somebody hands him the Sharpie back. He gets a Sharpie, hands it to me. and I, Or he, he gets a Sharpie, and I'm saying, no, 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 no. I want you, I want you to. I want you to have that. And he goes, I thought he wanted me. I thought he thought I wanted him to sign right, it for me. Right, right. Sign it, yeah. And I, and I said, no, no, I want you to have it. He said, I don't know who this is for. And he hands me that sharp and he says, sign this to B.B. King. And I signed my first EP ever to B.B. King. See, that's awesome, man. I, God, I Isn't love that, that crazy? story. Uh, anyway, I could cry. Yeah, I, I love that story so much. It just... You know, it makes me love BB even more than I did, you know, all those years. And it, it's just, man, I miss, I miss people that, you know, and I, they're still out there. I'm, I say I miss, but, you know, just people who are, are just love music and love entertaining people. And, and like, well, like you, that I'm sure that was, you know, a thing that, that made you, you know, love your fans so much and, and, you know, to 
where it's just they're a part of your family because you know i i'm sure you know you grew up with just like i did with people that you know didn't understand or, or wasn't necessarily on your side sometimes you know as far musically and and to get to have someone that is that like just just deeply loves what you do musically is you know that i think that's great man and that i'm just uh, it makes me a bigger fan of you and him so oh man i'm thank you i'm not worthy of his, of being a you know having fans of your status buddy you're you're the one that deserve you deserve you know i always say and i mean it you deserve way more fans than i have oh you definitely do and and i, I my goal in life is to make sure that happens at some point somehow for you to be for you to be for that joke that you tell all the time where you say now nah, i'm at 450 <laughs> but that to be 4.5 million you know and then you can't even make the joke anymore I'm, i want to steal that joke <laughs> you're, away from you're you. wanting to steal my joke yes, away man i can't Golly. wait to do it. man i feel well, like i feel like that was like a long that time. really was that was, was, that that was not exact i actually have like six or six or seven on here but uh, I, you know, I had I had one that we, I thought was too serious. We were getting into that, you know, getting a little too serious. But I love that story so much, so I, I had to do that one. But I had, and maybe this is for both of us, you know, where do you want to be in five years, and how do you think you'll get there? This is definitely for both of us Yeah, a good one um, because you definitely – you have so much to offer – Anyone that's listening to this, if they're listening because they want to know about what it's like to be at the at the top, like you know that. I don't know that. You're at you've been at the top, you know what I mean? And in my eyes, you're still there, even though you would look at it and go, you know, I hadn't done this, I hadn't had a number one in a long time. I don't think that means you're not at the top anymore. I, I believe that you stay at the top. Once you reach the top, it's how you got there and it's how you act after it. You're still on the top to me, and and I, I just believe that the world doesn't know yet. But here's what I want: I want you to be at the top as an artist because right. you don't, you you know. And these people that are listening, I hope that some of these people that hear this will hear something that you do and you're singing, and they they will go to your YouTube and they will encourage you and let you know how good you can actually sing. He doesn't he doesn't believe in his voice like he should. But anyway. That's neither here nor there. You asked, how, where do I see myself in five years? Five years from now, Lord willing, Lord Terry's on this earth. I see myself having five million subscribers on YouTube, five million followers on on uh, Facebook, and I see this podcast being in the upper echelon of podcasts, where it's not just you and I that are able to do this for a living, but we are job creators for other people to have careers right. because of it. Yeah. And even being able to bring in, like I said earlier, when we were talking, being able to bring in in five years before five years, being able to bring in uh, independent artists that need a platform, but don't get it. And we can bring them in on the show and they autom- people are, people are listening for you and me. Right. Right. But then they, they get the treat of hearing some amazing independent artists. So that my main drive is always to, is to reach more and more people because I believe if that's what if that's what the Lord put me here to do, right? And that's my job to do it. 
So, but it it's not a that number is not that's just a that's just like a milestone in my head right now. That milestone is is a million, getting to a million subscribers on YouTube, a million followers on Facebook, such and such. But it's not because I want to say, hey, I got a million. It's because I want to say, here's a million people that love me, yeah, that love what I do, and it's not because I'm <clears throat> starved for love. It's because I, that's that's how I understand that because God is sending these people. He just keeps favoring me in the way that he's sending these people. And he's like, you keep going because these people need to hear you. And I hear these comments a lot. They say, never stop singing because you saved my life or you you right. you your music stopped me from doing this or something bad here. Music and, is a powerful people don't understand how powerful music is. I think some people, a lot of people do understand yeah, that. I, I, th- I think, but that I think you're right in, in a sense of a lot of people don't. They don't realize that, uh, you know, just how, and, and I'm talking about just, you know, the listeners, even just having to do with the listeners that, that in their lives, there's songs that change people, people's lives. You know I mean? It's, it's not, um, and I think too often it gets trivialized as, as like background music, uh, you know, and but really, if if you're listening to people who care about the craft of music and and, you know, and really care about what is what is, you know, how they're affecting someone else with that music, it, it, it I really think that it, it's one of the most powerful things. Speaking you know, on that, just to segue into the same question of five years, because I'm very interested to know. Myself, because I know you have a course that's yeah. that's, that's going to be out soon, and I know you. I know I know other things you have in the works, but I want you to talk about where you actually see yourself in five years. Because I don't even know this answer. Yeah, well, I I'm going to know it as soon as I say it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lie. <laughs> now I, uh, you know, in five years, I, you know, I want to. Uh, for one thing, you know, I, I'm working on this course. Uh, I, I started doing this during COVID. I'm like, man, I, I just want to do something different. I've been writing songs for a living for 20 years, and 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 I just wanted to, you know, do something that I knew. And so, basically, just about all I've ever known is songwriting. So, so I started. B- making this course called building great songs and you can go to buildinggreatsongs.com and um and you know i i'm going to be launching it probably in a few months but um you know it's it's just me kind of going over some of the stuff that i've learned in the last 20 years and writing songs and and i'm going to have a community there where i want to make it more of a destination instead of a you know i always say Instead of information, it's more of a destination. And uh, when you say a few months, what you have an exact month because you know this will air in January. Yeah, I mean it'll be. Uh, I mean it, it'll probably be by January. It'll probably be a couple months away. So I'm probably probably around February, March, February, March. Yeah, and um, so so basically, you know, I I want to do something with that, you know, uh, and and just. You know, I've been writing, and uh, I got some really cool coming. I, I got two songs on Garth Brooks' uh, triple album. Uh, just came out. It came out in November. But um, 
And I got cuts. I got some some cuts happening. You know, hopefully they make the album. But I've got I've been working with Eddie Montgomery. uh, You know, and uh, on his new solo album, and I've got about he's cut about five songs of mine on his new solo album. Uh, I just got a Ronnie Dunn cut, which uh, Mm -hmm. I'm really really excited about and which when i say cut he he cut it in the studio you still don't know if it's gonna make the album or not but he cut it in the studio and uh well when you when you told me about that it was almost like you were a brand new man well (laughs) see I like that. You see what I did there? I see what you did there. You see what I did there? But, but I, you know, for, for me, I, I hope, you know, in the next five years, uh, you know, I, I, on some of some of stuff like that I'm doing, I hope I, I hope I can get a, another hit or two in there, you know. I think you will. And uh, as well. and I'm hoping that the hit comes because you sang it though that's that would be well, yeah i mean and I, I've, been, I've been on uh, like because of because of marty i've i've really you know uh kind of been on social media a lot more and he's been on me about it and i'm glad you know and so it, it just kind of doing the youtube thing i i really want to um to do more on youtube and and all the other social medias and 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 kind of because nowadays it's not like it used to be, man. It's it, you have to do that. It's mm-hmm. not, and it doesn't have anything to do with being a songwriter or an artist or a singer songwriter or whatever. It doesn't matter what you are. You have you, you've taught me this. You have to make that part of your regimen. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and I've tried to. You know, I still, of course, I'm not doing it nearly what I should be doing. Well, I'm tell you what, you getting. Very, you're getting a lot, lot better at it for sure. As I see, like you start, I start looking, and you, st- I start seeing more and more presence from Chris Wallen online, yeah. and that's all it is. Is, is you're, you're a presence everywhere. If somebody goes, you have something there because you never know where. This is a good tip for anybody listening that's trying to make it on social media, and that's that's where you make it now. Yeah, like unfortunately, unfortunately, fortunately. The place where you actually quote make it is on social media of some kind. Yeah. There's people. I mean, uh, I, I met a guy I was doing a, a show um, a while back, and I met this guy, and I've actually I follow him now, and he, I mean, he he did this he this one song. I mean, he he's a guy that moved to Nashville, hadn't been to Nashville for like a year, and he played this song on TikTok. He just did this TikTok of the song, right? And next thing you know, he's got four hundred thousand followers in a year. Mm-hmm. You know, and just mainly because it's one song, and now he's he's got a whole. And him and I uh, had, you know, he was talking about, you know, he's like, I, I don't, I don't even know if I would take a record deal if they offered it to me. He said now because he has this whole thing himself and. And it's changing. It's definitely changing how an artist um, gets discovered. It's more of a you know DIY type thing now. I love the fact that he said that because, and I love the fact that that is the way it is now. Because I back if I'm good, if I'm right now good enough for a million people collectively, YouTube, Facebook, and then and then you know TikTok, over a million people really collectively to say 
We love what you do so much. We are going to subscribe, follow, whatever it takes to see what's next. And that's more than some of the people that the labels signed back then and even oh, now. Yeah, one, yeah. So then if I'm good enough for that, then when I was trying to get a record deal back in the beginning, why didn't I get it? Right. They said I, they said I wasn't worthy of it. And then I went out there and I said, we'll see. God will have the last say in that. Mm-hmm. And then now they might would very like if, if, if I wanted to go get a record deal, I, I might be able to do that. Right. I probably could do that. I don't know if I could do that or not. They, they might have heard some stuff about how much I bash them and they might want no part of that. <laughs> but my, my point is, if I took my numbers to a record label and said, I want to work with y'all, they would probably do that now. But I'm glad that there's people out there like him and me that go, forget y'all. When, when we needed y'all, you didn't want any part. But now that we don't need y'all really, you want to jump on board a train that's already moving? Right, right. How dare you? Yeah, and it, it's it, it's it's just especially if there you know if there's anything that has come out of COVID that is useful and good, it's it's I think there's a lot of entertainers that have had, have been forced to to really embrace. Uh, this and embrace the an online presence and and go out and do virtual shows mm-hmm. and go out and do some of this stuff and and uh, you know I I think you know if there's anything that's that's coming good out of this it, it's that is it, that that people have actually you know have actually kind of t- where they may have it may have been years before they actually jumped in really jumped into uh, an online presence now they have and now i don't think there's any going back on that because a lot of them are you know even if every even when everything comes back and everything's they still are gonna be online and 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 trying to you know to do that well see covid people talk ask me and ask every every musician how did covid affect you uh with your music with me what I was doing was mainly already online. So it didn't affect me as bad as it did a lot of other people. Matter of fact, I was, I was almost, I was almost blessed more during COVID because everything had just now every eyeball was online, right? Not just the normal eyeballs, but every eyeball was online. So I was finding new fans and new, new numbers that I hadn't seen in a while because those eyeballs were harder to find. Because they were doing something else or whatever. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's a good thing, but I will say that I I'd still I'd, I wasn't able to do shows right. like live in, in person mm-hmm. shows, which I I miss doing, and I wasn't able to go. I, I'm you know there's certain people that are that, that are like they they bring me out for private shows and they couldn't do that anymore, which which that hurts. Oh yeah, that's a hit. Oh yeah, I mean? and I was doing yeah. That's the thing is I was doing I was before COVID I was kind of transitioning myself from songwriter to singer songwriter and i was doing so uh, you know corporate shows right i was i was fly flying a bunch of places doing all these shows and then it just the knife just cut it off speaking of which that's a good segue into mentioning some of our previous guests and that's exactly how we met when you were in the phase of doing that you did this show you were the third guest of this show I didn't realize. I guess I didn't even realize till today that I was the third guest. Yeah. Well, you know, we recorded. 
last week, just like we do now, we record many of them mm-hmm. in one day. But so technically, you were just the third one that I posted because when when right. we did your episode, I believe I still had at that time. I believe I had eight available, ready to go. But yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed our episode so much that I had to get it up there. I, so I, I posted that episode. And it was back when uh, the early days of the uh, I say the early days like it's been here so long. <laughs> yeah, man, way back in the way day. Way back in the day when Chris first came along, he was the guest uh, with me and Jim Best. Yeah. And when it was at Jim's house, and uh, we didn't have the setup we have now, and we don't we weren't. But this podcast continues to be blessed uh, further and further. Would you agree? Oh, one hundred percent. Isn't it something how we keep, but anyway, let's talk about it. Like you, you were, you were a guest on, then you and I, I don't remember how, you know, when I try to think in my head, how we started hanging out, I don't remember to be honest with you. Do you? Well, I remember, uh, after, you know, doing the, uh, you and I started talking about, I think it was either cameras or something like that, uh, afterwards. And then uh, we were talking about doing something online to get like a YouTube you know what video. It was? Yeah, or I was trying like to that. get you to start get. I said you need to get on YouTube. More. Yeah, and I said come to the house and and right. we'll I'll film you myself with my camera and I'll edit some videos for and you. I and that's you, how it started. I told you I'm not comfortable with those kind of videos. <laughs> I'm not comfortable. And coming to your house alone. Coming to your house and then why do I need this bordello? Right stuff that I yeah. already had, and why is your house out in the middle of nowhere? The yeah, Google it was a little weird, but we but we made it happen. We made it happen. Here yeah. we are. Here we are. Now we got Ben, our son. Yeah, that is uh, what just so yeah. the people know. There was a lady that came up and said, <laughs> called Ben our son at the restaurant we were eating at today, which uh, oh my god, Ben looks older than both of us. <laughs> he looks like an old man. Is this you your can son? See his, you can see his fat head right back there. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. He's not He's not that old. But he, <laughs> we definitely don't look like we're old enough to be his father. I'll tell you that. But he doesn't look older than me because he's not. He's not older than either one of us. Anyway, I love you, Ben. I, we love mean, you, Ben. I didn't mean to call you fat. I'm fat, so we I can say fat. love you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> thanks, son. Uh, Vanilla Ice was on. Right, yeah. Which we got to talk about some things about the me performing with him and the Ice Ice Baby. He actually said on that episode that he said that my version, because I said, what do you think about my version right here for all the all the world, the entire world to hear? Because, you know, this this the whole world hears this show. And oh, yeah. uh, at the same time, they hear All at once. Everything at stops. Once. Everything stops and they hear this show. This show makes or breaks you, Okay. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, it does. So I asked him that. He goes, you murdered it. Like, you absolutely killed it. Like, you, he said, your version changed the, how did he word that? I forgot how he worded it. You can go listen to the show. But he he was, he was said it was one of the best versions. He, it was the best, best version he ever heard. He actually said that on the Act of Live show to the, to the crowd. He goes, this is the best version I've ever heard of Ice Ice Baby. That's I was cool, like, man. wow, man, better than yours? Say that. Say that, Vanilla. Say that, Vanilla. Rob. It's better than yours. Rob, I got the mic right in in front of all the crowd. I was like, but uh, hey, could you say that this is better than my version? Talking about (laughs) your version? Can you look at that iPhone right there? (laughs) Look at this phone. Look at this phone. Marty's version (laughs) is better. Marty's version (laughs) is better. People say that, but I don't think that, right? I I think that they're different. Not, I don't think one's better. Like people will comment on there and they'll say, "This is way better than vanilla." I'm like, 
you wouldn't even know this song or even be listening to mine <laughs> if his didn't exist. Anyway, uh, Vanilla Ice, Chris Wallen, which we, you know, Chris? I know of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how everybody is. Yeah. They know of Chris. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Craig Wayne Boyd, who was on before you were the yeah, host. Yeah. And I know Craig, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, we had him on. It was a great show. He was on The Voice. Ronnie Stoneman. Now, she was a hoot. Oh, man. Do you know Ronnie Stoneman? I, I, I know who you're talking about. She, her dad, she, she has these Edison cylinders. And her dad was um, one of the first people that Thomas Edison recorded. Wow. On these Edison cylinders. Where Have you ever seen the commercial of the guy? There was like a commercial of a guy on this tech channel, and he was selling these. He was, he was looking at – it was him and a boy, and he was – uh, selling, I get or showing them or showing selling something, and he's holding it, and this man's hands shaking. It was like a that? priceless. It was. It, it was, was a, like a priceless. priceless he's shaking. He's like, yeah, you didn't think it? he's shaking. It goes, psh, shatters this thing. This this family heirloom or priceless Thomas Edison cylinder that was something I, was I've recorded. I've seen on. that. Yeah, it makes your heart drop. It really does. You're like, what was on that, man? I hope they got a backup of that. Yeah. Here's a little trivia for you. Right? Okay. A little insert, a little trivia. Um, the music people out there, you probably heard of mechanical license. You know, usually, well, originally that was you know CDs. You know, when you when you sell something on a CD or a download. Or a Thomas Edison cylinder. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it, that was the first mechanical license, and they got the word mechanical. It was like 1904, I think, or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the word mechanical came from player pianos, and people, uh, the the songwriters of the songs that they were putting on the cylinders in the player pianos wasn't getting paid. So they... Uh, that was the first mechanical license and the word mechanical come from those player pianos. And we got two cents for that for, uh, so a songwriter got two cents and a hundred years later, we're up to 10 cents. Look at you go. So we got an eight cent raise in a hundred years. Thanks. Look at us go. (laughs) Yeah, man, we're killing it. <laughs> that deserves some silence. That really does. Uh, yeah, a moment of silence, actually. <laughs> oh, man. Spotify. I'm not saying that no a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might go. Yeah. yeah. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Oh, God, Love what you. was that? It was a scream. I don't know. It was a scream. Ben's just experimenting. Ben is just like, <laughs> he said piano, and he's playing that thing like a piano, just different sounds. This This show, this episode is a train wreck, and I love it. <laughs> I just love it. I hope the people are listening and watching going, this is the craziest. What is going on right now? Uh, somebody ordered Domino's pizza from at my house. I just noticed. That's good. <laughs> hope it's a cheeseburger pizza. Uh, speaking of which, we did a food review. Yes. Food review of that Noop cheeseburger pizza and the chicken taco pizza. And we're going to do, we're going to be, we're going to be, be doing more. Food reviews, Chris and I, believe it or not, we do eat food. I know. You never know. You never you could never tell by looking mm-hmm. at us, but we eat a lot of junk. 
And but we're going to be eating it so you don't have to. So anybody exactly. that wants to watch food reviews and watch us give our honest opinion about what the new items coming out in all these new places are and how good they are, you can trust me. I know what's good and what isn't good. You can trust me. Okay? Go to the Marty Ray Project Chats YouTube channel. Excuse me. I've just belched up some food review I just tried earlier. Um, and, man, it's in my mouth still. And uh, you can watch those on the Marty Ray Project Chats. Now, that video, by the time this is out, that this is that video will be posted. Man, I tell you what. We, we have some fun doing those food reviews. I, I look forward to everybody checking those out because we have a blast we do we have fun we love to eat people yeah we love to eat now moving back on to back getting back into the guests mm-hmm. we had mark hunt yeah you weren't there for that one either no, i don't think no. he called from australia believe it or not and that it was so hard to understand what he was really saying. yeah i felt at the time was so opposite and we had the times wrong. So I, I, oh. I asked him, I told him I was in central time. And I said, what time are you going to, are you able to be on? And he told me a time. And I'm, I was so dumb, I guess, or oblivious that I just put it, I just scheduled him for central time, which he was talking about his time. So then we ended up having to wait till that night, until <laughs> like eight <laughs> o'clock that night to do that with Jim. And Jim was wore out. He was just sitting there doing this. Just sitting there, just uh huh. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I had I kept having to mute his mic because he was falling asleep, and I could hear his little snore. And I would I would do that anyway. You won't hear that in the show in the episode. But Mark Hunt, who's a UFC fighter, they used to call him the uh, knockout, uh, the walk, the walk off king, because he would hit people and just walk off in in the cage in the in the cage the. Uh, the octagon we had slobby robbie slobby robbie now that was interesting an interesting interview i I have i have to say i have never interviewed a man in bed well i wasn't in bed he was in bed with versace sheets and a gold chain around his neck. It was the craziest thing, but the coolest thing. Oh, too. it was so cool. I, I enjoyed it. And also, if you remember, if if y'all remember and you remember, I talked to him about writing a song for him. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I wrote that song. I put the rough version of it on the end. Ben, please turn your phone off because you're being very disrespectful right now. <laughs> I put the end, the the uh, rough version of that song on the end of that episode and uh, played it at the end of that episode. And then... We finished that song. I sent it to him, and he was elated. He thought that he, he said he said they're going to use it as the title song and the outro song for the new. That's season. awesome. Now, whether that happens or not, as you know as well as I do, there's other kind of things and politics involved. But the fact that Slobby is fighting for it to happen means a lot, and yeah. I, I pray that it does happen. I do too. Anyway, uh, Herb Dean. Oh, man, Herb Dean. The UFC referee. Cool guy. Super cool, cool guy. Yeah. And he wants us to get with him and play some guitar, teach him how to play some guitar and stuff. Heck so we're going to yeah. do that. Me and you might need to take a trip to California or something soon. Man, I'd love that. Uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, Faison Love. Oh, man, Faison. Tell me about Faison. Big worm. Big worm. Oh, man. You know I wouldn't do that big worm. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't man. take your money. <laughs> man, that guy... You know, there's some people, if you, you know, if you talk to some comedians, uh, you know, you talk to them in a lot, you know, just 
live and they're not what you think like you don't they're not that funny right you know you, there's a lot of comedians that when you talk to they're just not that funny mm-hmm. in live but he was he, he was, was he was so cool yeah it was a joy having him and then uh cletus t oh man yeah cletus is a great he, friend of mine he, he he was he was so and, and that's well i mean you know he he actually kind of dug deep a little bit you know cletus t kind of real deep got real personal and uh he he's just got such a huge heart i mean he's just one of those people with a huge heart and i just love that guy to death we had a blast with him too he was a it was definitely different than yeah. i expected yeah but it was informative it gives you an insight into somebody like he said making other people laugh but not laughing a lot with himself yeah he wasn't able to laugh but he was able to make other people laugh right which is a i think a serious thing that should be thought talked about and oh i agree yeah i agree because that's probably a lot of comedians yeah they they say that that most comedians are very depressed people uh outside of their act which right, is very yeah. depressing if yeah. that's the case. Yeah, that is. I I like to think of myself as a as maybe a not a comedian, but a person that that is that enjoys making people laugh. I enjoy that, but I'm definitely not a depressed person yeah, outside of either. that. Like yeah. I'm a happy guy. Yeah. You know? uh, anyway, moving on, we had Neil McCoy. Oh man, that was a blast. Oh, he had Neil. his horses uh, make, making love in the in the bar right <laughs> beside us. Oh my gosh, Neil. Man, Neil's one of those artists too that that he's such a legend. He, if you ever get a chance to see Neil live, he's one of those artists that can just hold an audience in his hand. Uh, he, he's such an entertainer. I mean, yeah. he, he, he's just—it's natural to him. You know, it just comes so natural to go out and and five minutes into his show, that audience loves him. And uh, and he uh, it was cool to he still sings my song after every every concert. Now I wrote a song for him uh, called "I'm Your Biggest Fan," and he and he sings the song to his fans like he's the fan of theirs. Dude, what's the hook on that? I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, it's thanks. Just, <laughs> no, it's just talking about you know it, it, he's talking about actually. In the song, it talks about turning the lights on because he wants to. It's so weird. I just, I just thought about that. You know, your BB King story. He tells him to turn oh. the lights on. I want to see your face and uh, and I want to thank you. You put on a heck of a show. Talking to the fans. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he still to this day ends his shows with that song with my song. So that's super I, cool. I, that's an honor. It is honored for that to happen for Neil McCoy to do that. He's a, he's definitely a legend. And when he was on the show, he was so bright and so happy. Like it exuded through the screen. How he happy always he was. is. He, he you know you know he he's saying he he actually calls me a lot of times when he's doing a when he's doing a an album and he's only cut that one song, but you know he almost all of his songs are good feeling up tempo and just feel good songs he you i mean i'm trying to think of and maybe somebody out there can let me know if they know of a depressing neil mccoy song i don't think there is one yeah the ones that i mean i don't i'm not a i'm not somebody that has deep dove into neil mccoy's albums but only ones i remember or are wink 
All she's gotta do is just give me that away. And then there's a shake it to the left. Yeah. Shake it to the right. Come beer on. goggles. Baby's got her beer goggles on. on. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the that's the majority that I can remember off without looking it up. That's the majority right. that come to mind. Uh, Daryl Worley was on. What a blast. Having oh, Darryl man. Worley we on. had such a great time with Daryl. Man, did he say anything ever about that? Man, he, he said he me? hated us. Did he mention me? He didn't. No, he said he never wanted to what see you. What did he say again. about me? He said that he just hated you. <laughs> tell tell Daryl I said hi. Uh, yeah, he, he said he never wanted to no, no, Can you text see, him? Right I'll text him, but he, please. he said, I'm please. Like, we're going to wait. Restraining order. Okay. That's what he said. Oh, man. Again. That's, how far? It's How far 100 right? feet. It's always 100 feet? Yeah, it's 100 feet. It's just, that's just the standard? Yeah, that's what that's what, that's what in, he requested. In my, in my experience, it's been 100 feet. Oh, shoot. Every time I get one, <laughs> yeah. Time, in yeah. my experience, Chris uh, said, it's uh, always been 100. <laughs> uh, ben, uh, we're supposed to be picking on Marty when you... <laughs> When yeah. you tie, when you chime in like that, I'm not the guy. Okay, it's Marty. He said he ain't the one. He is not. the I one. I am not the one, Ben. Ben. Okay, Miss Miss Daddy is not the one. Okay, <sighs> moving on. Dina Carter. What a what, joy! What a sweetheart. What a joy! If you haven't heard that episode, you need to go listen to it because she there's is another a, ray of sunshine. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I had a crush on her when I was growing up, and I told her that too. I finally told her, Dina, I had a crush. She was really uncomfortable. She was really. (laughs) (laughs) She she almost went off. She she almost just like hung up and was gone. That was about the time when her computer had an error. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't know what happened. A glitch. And then she texted, she, she, she sent an email saying, I'll be back. But she never came back. Yeah. Yeah. No, Dina, amazing woman. Uh, awesome, man. Just and, uh, really cool. Her and I are supposed to collaborate on something, so we'll see if that ever happens or not. I don't know. But uh, we got uh, – we just recently have Matt Sarah coming up. Oh, yeah. Remember Matt? Mm-hmm. Marty Ray. Marty Ray. Marty. <laughs> Marty Ray. Man, he was he was a hoot. Fireball. He, oh, man. my gosh. From the second – from the second he was on screen, he was on. I yeah. mean, he was like. There's no turning him off, I no. don't think. And you know what's funny about it is I am kind of the same way. So I think he and I are kindred, and he's a New Yorker. Oh, man. So, like, sometimes I might knock New York every now and then. I might talk bad about the northern places, but sometimes I – because when you think about New York, it's, it's usually people – if you walk down down the street in New York, the pe- most of the people do not want anything to do with you. They don't want you talking to them, touching touching them, no. looking at them. But if you go, I think if you go into where Matt, Sarah, and people like that are, it's the exact opposite of that. I think it's exactly like the South, but just not not the big city area of New York, right? Because they seem a lot like me. Like Matt, Sarah seems a lot like my family. Loud, we talk, we cut up. It's all these we joke around, and it's nonstop. Yeah. He seems like part of my family. He might Matt, be. what I'm saying is, will you be part of my family? Matt? Matt? That'll be posted, actually, before this, this <laughs> airs. I shouldn't have said coming up. That'll be posted uh, before this airs, so you will actually be, I've already heard that. Yeah. Whoever's listening to this. Um, James Otto. Oh, uh, man. It is on. I don't, it, actually, I don't know if we'll air that one before or after this episode, but nonetheless... 
James Otto was a treat. Oh my gosh! I, I man, I, me and James have been friends for twenty years. We we kind of come up together, and what a talent! And y'all wrote one of my favorite songs together, "Soldiers in Jesus." That's one of my favorite country songs of all time. So, man, and as we told, if you haven't heard that story, you should hear the story that about when I when Chris discovered that I. <laughs> Love that song. It's a funny story. I'm not going to retell it now. You got to go hear this on the episode. It. You can't uh, beat it out of little us. tease. Don't ask us. We are currently looking for trying to replace the what not to eat. Yeah. So if any of you have an, any suggestions on what we can replace that segment with, I like to break up the monotony of the interview in the middle. To if it's getting a little too serious, and right. I, I want to take away from that seriousness. And kind of just add some 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 levity to it, then we can have something there. We don't have anything right now, and I feel it when I'm doing the episode. I like to have that there. It's not that it's bad. Right. It's just I like to have that there to lighten the mood back up or whatever. With James and certain people like Daryl and James, we don't really need it. No. But it's fun to bring them into that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're coming up with – we got some ideas rattling around. Ben's back there doing what he does. And uh, we're trying to think of something to put in the middle of these episodes. So after you, maybe maybe they rate it and review it, and they put it in the review. Yeah, and we can read it in the review because you know we're on Instagram now. The Marty Ray Project chat is on Instagram, and that is Chris and I both running that together, same as the YouTube. So you we, you never know who you're going to get a comment back from. It's either he or I. It's not. It's never going to be Ben because Ben. No. I don't even know if he can type uh, yet. But we're trying to teach him. We're trying to teach. We're him trying to, to keep him from typing, but he's learning anyway from somewhere. Some somewhere. Yeah. I mean, he's locked up most of the time. I don't know why or how. Yeah. He learns these things, but he does, and he finds ways. Um, also, we're going to be doing some food reviews, as we mentioned earlier. We touched on it. We're going to be doing a food review. We're, we're trying to get it to where we do it once a week on the YouTube channel. That's the goal. So be looking for that. Go subscribe and turn the notifications to all. We need you to do that. And, 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 Please and it, do. And also, subscribe to Chris Wallen and turn your notifications to all because this guy has got music you need to hear that you haven't heard, but you should have heard. And he's on Instagram as well as, as himself, the Chris Wallen. So go follow yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And uh, uh, songwriting, mm-hmm. we touched on that as well. Chris and I, have we, we've got some things in the works. We're going to collab with some people that's been on the show. And be looking for that. James Otto might be one of them. Dana Carter might be one of them. Uh, just random people. We we, we we don't just want the show to stop here. We want it to go beyond. The Marty Ray Project Plus. You know? Oh, Project Did Plus. Did I just create something? Oh, my. Did that Are make we you best friends? Eagle? Did we just turn it? <laughs> oh, my God. I could cry right now. I am crying on the inside right oh, now. Oh, can I wipe your tears? Please do. You got to come here because I'm not moving over there. <laughs> I'm too lazy. Uh, uh, scratch that, Dan. <laughs> What's uh, what is coming up for you? Briefly, we we're at an hour twelve. What's coming up for you now? Soon. What's coming up? You got the modules. You got the yeah, the, the course I, coming. I got the course coming. Uh, uh, buildinggreatsongs.com. That and like I said, I got got some of these songs that hopefully you'll be hearing uh, really soon. Um, I have you know it, it. Just look me up the Chris Wallen on just about anything you can think of and subscribe and 
listen to my craziness. It's W A L L I N. No, yeah. it's not. He's not related to Morgan Wallen, who is spelled no. with an E. That's the lesser side of the family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had to pay extra for an I. Right. It didn't. It was not cheap. So no. look him up. He's 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 going to be releasing some songs that he's written. He's got some up there now on YouTube. He's going to be releasing more. Definitely. Um, I have actually. We're actually. For this show, we're we're in the process of talking to a few people about a an actual TV type show, a network for this show, and then I also have been talking about a variety show. I don't know if it'll ever get done, but I hope so. I hope it will. It depends on what next year starts to look like, and um, I have some acting gigs that that are right. you know always auditioning. So uh, voiceover work. We actually are here at. Uh, what is this? What is this called? This is called uh, the old bank, or yeah, the bank, the bank. We're here at the bank, and they've let us. They've been so gracious to let us come into their studio here with this amazing Hugo wall, and we are so thankful oh, for. The, thing, we never man. lose. Te- we never awesome. lose. Never lose track of time in this studio, and we're here, and they let us come and take over for the day, and thank God they did because we didn't have a place to do the show. And uh, we did that, and they are going to be doing some really, really cool stuff soon. And Chris and I might get to be involved with that. Chris yeah. definitely will, I believe. Um, and then, of course, I do uh, live shows, live streaming concerts all the time. You can find those on my Facebook, Marty Ray Project, and on my YouTube, the Marty, at Marty Ray Project. And uh, are you planning on doing any more live streaming? I am actually. Uh, I'm going to start doing uh, here here pretty soon. I think I'm going to start going live more than I ever have. Yeah. So I like so, it. So uh, like the sound of that. Keep keep an eye out for me. And uh, because, no, it's not uh, the Marty Ray Project, Ben. It's it's Marty Ray Project, <laughs> Ben. You take the V off. It's Marty Ray Project, Ben. That gummit. Now. Oh, say what you were saying, Chris. <laughs> your kid. See what your kid's up to? No, that's your kid. Oh, golly. Ben. Ben. Yeah, now that looks pretty. Finally, it's now. What was you saying? I was so distracted. <laughs> I was too. You said you were going to go live more than Where any- did we go wrong? Where did we go wrong with By ben? adopting the boy. That's where we went Why? wrong. Why? I mean. Golly. God, anyway. Marty Ray Project, the Chris Wallen, and then uh, I've actually been. Did you know I was writing an article? Yeah, you told me that. I think I've, that's awesome. I've, I've written a couple of articles for a little, a small magazine called VIP Clarksville or Clarksville VIP Magazine. So y'all go read that and and, and tell them what you think about it and tell me what you think about. It. I'm not really a writer like that, but it's fun to stretch your creative muscle and. And to when you get when you get all these opportunities and they just come, I just if an opportunity comes, I just I just go after it. I don't care what it is. Heck yeah! If God say, hey, if you want, if you got, if you want me to do this, I'll try. It, see what happens. Now, for the treat, we're gonna both play a song. I know I'm gonna play a song for you that nobody's heard. That's off of my new album that's coming out early next year. And next year is right here, literally yep. days away. So I got an album coming out, and Chris is going to play a song as well. What's the song? Uh, I'm I'm going to do a song that uh, I wrote a few years ago. That um, uh, actually he didn't have anything going on really when I wrote it with him. A guy named Eric Pasley. 
um, who's who's a great artist. Good, I mean, just one of those just great people. And we wrote this song, and he ended up putting it on his album. I think he was with Warner Brothers. And uh, about five years after that, and I thought that was over, but he just put out a new album uh, called Nice Guy, and the song is on the new album as well. So Nice. I'm hoping that yeah. means a single, hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, anyway. so It should be. It's a good song. I like I like the way he did it now. So yeah, so good. you know anyway look at uh Eric Pasley nice guy and uh, the song is called Wild and Young. Nice. You know what? Let's hear it. Smiling child with king kick on your face. Waving at the giant in a Mardi Gras parade Confetti in the air like time floating by Now you're all grown up, there's still magic in your eyes While time flies and stars fall and the world comes undone Somehow you stay wild and young You were born with a gypsy poet soul Pop rocks in your shoes and freckles on your nose A song on your lips Wander in your heart Fades like a river Winding through the dark While time flies And stars fall And the world comes undone Somehow you stay wild Bones eh? But I still see you as I do today Cause your spirits never looked its age While time flies and stars fall When the world comes undone Somehow you stay wild when time comes and heaven calls and it's all said and done, I know you smile a smile as wild and young, wild and young. I got to follow. 
Ben, turn my microphone back on. Ben, you turn my microphone back on right now. Thank you, Eric Pasley, for cutting that thing twice. I appreciate that. Let me tell you something. It's a beautiful song, and I hate that I got to follow that song. Uh, let me do one now. Yes. Are you listening? No. That one? Do you want to use this one? I'm going to play one if I, if I can. I wish you would. This is one from... My, off my new album that nobody's heard. Um, in the video for this song, Braun Strowman is going to be in this video. Nice. Yeah. It's called uh, Tentatively. 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 It's called Take the Fall. So, anyway, it goes like this. On a stranger's couch in Jackson City Where I laid my head so long ago Feeling weary, beat up and beat down Every door that I open, someone closed And I knew I'd make a name that was written in the lights No matter what I was in for the long haul And I knew I'd feed them crow On that January night Cause too many times I had to take the fall i take the fall Ooh. I remember Every word they ever told me While I was digging through the couch For nickels and dying And even though there was low days I kept on pushing Cause I knew someday it'd be my time And I knew I'd make a name That was written in the light no matter what I was in for the long haul And I knew I'd feed them crow on that January night Cause too many times I had to take the fall I'd take the fall Ooh. Though you might not see it clearly Right now, I know someday you'll break through. Already you won just by giving your all, and there's no limit to what you'll do. And I knew I'd make a name that was written in the light, no matter what I see. For the long haul And I knew I'd feed them crow On that January night Cause too many times I had To take the fall I'll take the fall Thank you Louder, please. 
That's awesome. I messed up the end of that so bad, man. I'm not doing it again, though. That's real life, folks. That's real life. That's right, real man, talk. Just cut it. That's real talk. That's real life right there. <laughs> and I uh, appreciate all y'all listening. Chris. Man. You got anything else to say to the people? Man, I, I'd just like to thank uh, Old Bank Music. Old Bank Music. Old Bank Music for, Bank music for ha- having us and letting us uh, invade their place here, which is amazing and it's yeah. so it's so special and beautiful. And thank yeah. you so much, Old Bank Music, for having us here and allowing us to take over your studios. We appreciate you greatly. God bless you. God bless all of y'all for listening. Yes. We love you to death, don't we, Chris? We sure do. We don't say it enough. We don't. Let's say it again. We love you. Let's say it on the count of three. Three, two, one. We, we love, love you. Ah, thank y'all so much for listening to the Marty Ray Project Chats. And a big thank you to Rode for supplying the sound with Rodecaster Pro. Whether you like what you heard or hated what you heard, subscribe and rate us anyway. Let us have it.